We tell ourselves, if I could be more disciplined, if I was more generous, if I only made better choices, then God would be proud. No, the truth is, God is well pleased with you just as you are. You're his beloved son or daughter. There is nothing you could do to make him love you anymore. He might not agree with all your behavior, but he is pleased with who you are. He's already approved you. He's already called you his masterpiece. Why don't you accept right now that God loves you and he's for you based on who he is, not your performance. But thoughts may say, God can't love you like he loves Jesus. He never made any mistakes. You're not like him. You know what you've done. Don't listen to those voices. If there's nothing you could do to make God love you anymore, then the good news is there's nothing you could do to make him love you any less. When your father looks at you, he sees Jesus. He sees someone redeemed, forgiven, transformed by the power of the cross. He doesn't see mistakes and he doesn't see failure. Jesus said, just as the father is pleased with me, so have I loved you. Are we living for God's approval or are we living from it? Are we striving to earn his love or do we recognize we've been given more than we could ever deserve? When I was about nine years old, I had this video game that I loved. I was having the time of my life playing it until one day my mom heard from another mom who heard from another mom that this game was too dark for me to be playing and I wasn't allowed to anymore. I was devastated. So of course, I did what any sanctified church-going nine-year-old would do and I hid it in the most secret place that I could think of, the attic behind the hot water heater. Pretty sneaky, or so I thought. A few weeks later, I was in the car with my parents and out of the blue, my mom asks, did you hide that game I told you not to play? I panicked and said the first words that came to my mind. No. <laughs> Why? She said, because there was a problem with the hot water heater and it just so happens your game was behind it. My entire life flashed before my eyes. That was the most secret place my nine-year-old brain could think of and it had been found. I thought, this is the end. I've, I've been caught, I'm going to prison. But right before I could get in trouble, my dad spoke up and said, Victoria. Victoria, I told you, he hid the game because if his friends found it and asked to play it, he didn't want to have to tell them no. I don't know if my dad actually believed that or if he was just trying to bail me out. But in that moment, all I did was nod my head in agreement. I had never been so grateful for a second chance. I thought, I've seen the last of this PlayStation. I will never have fun again, but my dad spoke up and took my side despite what I had done. I'm sure he knew why I had hidden the game, 
but he chose to see the best. He didn't berate me for my wrongs. He showed me what was right. And that's just a funny story, but it can be a reminder of how merciful our Heavenly Father is. He takes our side. He bails us out. He doesn't give us what we deserve. When our mistakes became too much to bear, He said, put the blame on me. I'll take your sin. I'll take your failure. I'll take the stuff you're not proud of. As for you, you can move on. You can be free. You don't have to keep bringing this back up. I've forgotten it. But sometimes we live like we're trying to pay God back for what we've done wrong. We try to show Him that we're really sorry by being defeated and discouraged about something that could have happened years ago. We've asked for forgiveness a thousand times, but we just don't feel worthy. That's not the Father's heart. He spoke up on our behalf. He took the penalty so that we didn't have to. We don't have to live beaten down and discouraged after He went to such great lengths to lift us up. The price has been paid. The first time you ask for forgiveness, His mercy comes rushing in. Now we have to receive it and move forward. 